So a few months ago, I had my second Mirena IUD placed. I will have to tell you guys the story about the first IUD at another time, maybe on a live or something. But this video is about my most recent placement of the Mirena. So the initial time that I had it placed, it was for my periods. My periods are heavy, they are painful, um, and they last for a long, long, long time. And so my doctor recommended that I try the Mirena. It didn't work out the first time. Um, and I came back after having it out and said that, you know, what should I do? Like I'm still having, you know, this issue. And she recommended it again, um, noting that sometimes on the second try, it may be different. And so I trust my doctor. I've gone to her for years. I really, really, really do love my doctor. Um, and in fact, she didn't have me make a decision right then and there. She sent me home and she said, I want you to think about it and come back. Well, when I came back to my surprise, my doctor had been selected for jury duty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess like she's just going to go to jury duty and, you know, we'll reschedule. So turns out she was selected for a huge case. And so she basically was absent during the entirety of this whole thing. Okay. So that's important to note. So the whole time that I'm having all of these issues, which I'm about to tell you guys what I experienced, I am seeing different doctors in the practice and I'm also seeing nurse practitioners and, you know, whoever can take on her clients based on whatever issue it is that they're having. I start to experience pain <laughs> immediately after having it placed. I also pretty much immediately felt depressed. Like it was like a dark cloud had come over me. I did not want to get up out of bed. I was um, very moody, very agitated all the time. Um, I was, uh, I was not myself. Okay. So ladies, you know what I'm saying? If you don't feel like you, something is going on, right? So that's how I felt. I was like, something's not right. So I went back and did a follow-up with another doctor and she's like, well, you know, everything seems like, you know, fine. And it's definitely not because of the IUD, like there, you know, maybe it's just something else going on personally. And I'm like, this... <laughs> I'm offended by what she's saying because I'm just like, wow, like, but at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe I need to think about like what's going on. But I hate that I second guess myself because I know this from the first time. But anyway, um, so, you know, I go home or whatever. Within this time that I had the IUD, I was in the doctor's office like minimum two times a month to the point that I walked in and didn't have to sign in because the girls at the reception were like, hi, Miss Miller. Like, <laughs> you know, they were ready for me. They knew who I was. They knew my name. They knew my face. So I went in several times for all the symptoms that I was experiencing. I already said I was depressed. I wasn't feeling like myself. I was moody. Um, I had physical symptoms. I was gaining body fat. I was... Um, having sharp pains. I was having pain in my hip. I was having pain in my low back that was like excruciating. Um, my boobs were getting so big. It was like, it was essentially like my body was becoming pregnant. I don't know what it feels like to be pregnant. Um, but if I could just guess based on my friends and what they've told me, what I've heard from other women, that's how it felt. It felt like I was pregnant. 
Um, so I would go back in every time I had like new symptoms or symptoms that hadn't gone away and I would see whoever was available to see me at that time. And every time that I went, it was like my issue was just dismissed. Like it's not, it's not coming from the IUD. Like it's not that they didn't think that I was having or experiencing the things that I was saying. It was that they were telling me that there's no way that it was coming from the IUD. So I went in, I had an ultrasound done. The ultrasound showed that I had a cyst and they thought nothing of the cysts. They said that the cysts are normal. I've done my own research and see that, okay, like women can have cysts every month as a part of their cycle, blah, 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 blah. Um, and because of the size of the cysts, it wasn't something that alarmed them. And so again, I'm sent back, you know, not the IUD, must be something else. At this point, I'm like, am I crazy? Like. <laughs> what what is really going on like i know that i'm not going crazy and this time i'm so glad i kept a diary of every single thing that i was feeling like on most of the days but it got to a point where it was like i didn't even want to write down what was going on or what my symptoms were because i was so over it i was so over um being bloated all the time. I was so over being gassy all the time. Um, bowel movements were uncomfortable and painful. It was just like being in a constant state of unknown pain. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand what the, what is causing this. I don't know how to fix it. Um, I don't feel like myself. At one point during all of this, I had this small, like little lump on my abdomen. And um, that was, to me, like a very clear sign that something was going on because I remembered that from the previous one. And the other thing is I started to break out. And my skin is really not problematic. Um, I don't have like acne or anything like that. And so for me to be breaking out, I mean, it was just clearly coming from this thing. I'm gonna make sure that I leave like a list of all the symptoms that I had because I did keep a diary and it's in my phone, um, but I will leave a list so you guys can kind of know what I experienced in case you wanna compare it to what your experience is. Um, and so I had those symptoms. I went in the final time, I was like, I want this thing out. I think when I made the appointment, I said that it was for some type of pain, whether it was in my hips or it was like uh, the pain that was wrapping around my abdomen to my low back, or whether it was the fact that my boobs always hurt all the freaking time, like my nipples hurt, like guys. I was like, do I need nipple cream? Like the only reason I know about nipple cream is because of one of my friends. And um, she has three little ones, like three and under. And that's the only reason that I really know about the nipple cream. But I'm like, do I need that? Because that's what I'm feeling like right now. Like it was uncomfortable to be in a bra that was rubbing against me. So anyway, I go back in. I made it a point not to say that I, was get, I wanted to get it removed. And the reason why is because look at how they'd acted all those times when I was saying, hey, I think that this is causing this. And they're like, no, you know, like it is not that. I'm like, okay. So I just made an appointment, said it was for the pain, whatever, went in. And then when I wrote on my sheet, I was like, IUD removal, take this shit out of me. So 
I go in and the nurse practitioner is the one who I'm seeing. My doctor's still not back. And she goes and she, you know, tries to convince me to not take it out. She's like, it's not that, you know, you should give it some more time. Usually this, you know, whole like, um, you know, adjusting period can be six months or more and all these things. Mind you, one month I was on my period the whole month. Okay. I had no, no less than two periods a month. So it's like I might have basically two weeks out of the month off or maybe one week or in the case of the one month um, where I was on my period the whole time, you know, no days off on the period, 30 days straight. Right. And so she's trying to convince me otherwise. I'm like, lady, did you hear me? I just told you that just a few days ago, I finally got off of a month long period. I want this out. So she finally agrees to take it out. So we're set up in the room and everything. She goes to take it out. She can't get it. So then she tries again. I'm incredibly uncomfortable, but I'm okay. Can't get it. So then she has to leave. She goes to get some type of tool. I think it is called a Cyto brush. I am not sure. It basically looks like a mascara wand, but long as hell. And um, she went in with that, twisted it around, I guess in hopes to that the strings would catch on, right? So I can feel the brush on my cervix. Y'all, I am in the most excruciating pain the most excruciating pain she's wanting me to keep still i'm going back like on the table like i am going back this thing is like up against or in you know my cervix and she's twisting it and trying to find the strings to pull the damn iud out so i am clearly and understandably a mess she stops she leaves she goes and gets an OBGYN has the doctor come in. So this again, not my doctor, my doctor's not back yet. So this doctor comes in, I meet her. She says, sometimes it just takes a different pair of eyes um, to try and get it. So she's gonna try and get it and that they've had to you know, switch people before and it'll be fine. So she goes in, this lady is like going ham, okay? She, I was in so much pain. I burst out in tears. I remember saying like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I was sobbing and she tried to do it. That was the one time she took a break. And then she said, we're going to have to move you to the ultrasound. So I get all my stuff. I have to get dressed. I have to go walk down the hall to a different room and go and try to have it removed under ultrasound guidance. So they pull up the ultrasound. They're looking for it. It's there. Thank God. Like it was there and whatever. So they, they see it on the ultrasound. They're like, okay. So they go in. Now they've got, they did a vaginal ultrasound at first. So now they're going on my stomach. And they're one, the nurse practitioner is, is holding the ultrasound. The doctor is going in with tools to try and get the IUD. Again, most excruciating pain I've ever been in. In my entire life, I was crying on that table, like full-fledged tears, like bad, okay? Um, couldn't get it. So the next thing the doctor says is, she says to the nurse practitioner, well, I don't want a perforator, so I'm going to stop. And I'm like, wow, 
wasn't even thinking of that as an option, but okay. And also feeling like that's, you know, super uh, like disrespectful because I'm right here. Like I'm the patient. Talk to me. She talked to the nurse practitioner and said, I don't want to perforate her like her, me. I'm not in the room. So I, at that point, I was so emotionally distraught. I'm like bawling. Okay. Bawling. So the doctor leaves like two seconds. She's just out. Nothing. It's like, you're going to have to, uh, have surgery to get it out. Good luck. She was gone. So uh, the nurse practitioner, she was nice enough to stay in the room with me. She was like holding my hands. I'm like rocking and bawling. Uh, right before I left, I snapped a picture. I don't know why. I, I guess, I don't know why, but I did. And I'll make sure that I put it in here and show you guys. And then I have like a picture of the tools that were on there. I think I was showing the picture of the tools to my mom, but the picture of myself, I don't know what that was about, but I'm glad I took a picture. Um, so that's what I was looking like afterwards. So I leave and my, I find out that my doctor is going to be back. So my doctor's coming back and I'm grateful. I'm like, thank God she's coming back. My battery's going to die. So I'm trying to like keep an eye on it. Um, so I'm like, thank God that, you know, she's going to be back. So I schedule an appointment with my doctor for the following week. So mind you, this whole week, I'm in excruciating pain. I was told that 24 hours before I would have to take, um, basically I would have to induce labor. I would take a medication that induces labor that would open up my cervix to make it easier for them to remove. So I take that, an anti-anxiety and a pain medication. So I was taking the, um, the cervix, cervix softener 24 hours prior to the procedure every six hours. Then I was taking the pain medication and the anti-anxiety an hour before the procedure went in. So I go in, I see my doctor. She tries to take it out under the ultrasound guidance. It's another bawling fest. It was a mess. It was a mess. She tried so many times, okay? I could feel everything. The pain medicine, the anti, all that stuff helped none. I felt every single thing just like the first time. So after, you know, she had tried however many attempts and started talking to me about surgery and having a histography, hysteropy, how do you say that? <laughs> um, but basically where they would go in with like a little camera so that they could see and take it out. So she kind of was pressing really hard on the ultrasound afterwards and was saying that she felt that the arm of the IUD was partially embedded and that was the issue. She said that she could still take it out vaginally, um, but that I should think about the surgery as well. So I left. I was like, I don't know what to do. I was so distraught, but I also wanted to get the thing out so freaking bad. Surgery was going to be so expensive. And I was like, I can't even believe that I would have to pay to have this removed whenever it's completely free and covered by your insurance to have it inserted. But if something goes wrong, then, and you have to have surgery, then that's not covered. Okay. So I had to weigh my options and I decided to let my doctor try again. This time she doubled the dosage of all of the medication and she um, had me to take it 
30 minutes before. And I had talked to my mom and my mom was like, don't do that. She's like, take it when you get there. <laughs> because she didn't want what happened last time, which is, I think that it just kind of wore off. I think that my tolerance for the medication is very high. So anyway, I took it in between, took it on my way. And so I get there, I am like, y'all, I'm so out of there. I don't even know how I filled out my paperwork. I'm so out of there. I have a video of me like right before the doctor came in and <laughs> I'll let y'all, I'll let y'all watch that real quick. Okay, so now you see like I was a mess. So I'm in there, my doctor comes in and she went in there, had me all set up. I'm just like chilling, boop, pulled it out. I didn't feel nothing. I did not feel a thing um, when she got it out. And I was like, it's out? And she was like, yeah. Um, I had bled all over the place, y'all. It was such a mess, but I was so relieved that it was out. I at least understood that it was out. And so I went home and I rested for the rest of that day. And the next day I felt like me again. I felt like myself immediately overnight I lost three pounds in the last in the month of it being removed I lost 11 pounds that's how much weight I had put on from that thing so 11 pounds total three pounds overnight I had a rash I'll insert a picture um, that completely went away the same day do not let anybody tell you about your body you know your body listen to your body that's all that's that is my that is my hope for any woman who is watching this please listen to your body every single symptom that i had experienced is gone okay it has been almost a month since removal um and everything is gone everything but every single doctor that i saw while my doctor was away and every single nurse practitioner and every healthcare professional told me that it was not the IUD. That is what has been going on with me. Um, let's make this a discussion. I want to hear from you guys. I wanna hear what your experiences have been. Has anyone else ever gone through this? Um, the process that I have gone through with this whole thing has caused me to realize a lot of things. And one of the most, um, one of the things that stands out the most is that all of the people who I've told in my personal life what was going on because I had to cancel clients, I had to take time off of work, I was in pain, all these things, and I had to tell people what was happening, either they had also had similar poor experiences or they knew someone who did. And so the statistics that we are seeing online about the complications and what could possibly go wrong seem incredibly inaccurate. They really do. So I hope that you guys will listen to your body and do everything that is right for you. Don't let anybody tell you that some foreign object in your body is not the cause of the symptoms that you're feeling, if that's the case. Y'all take care of yourselves. See y'all next time. Bye.